Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm pumped that you're here because this episode is important. It is sparked by a topic that I find really interesting, but also if I'm honest, kind of breaks my heart a little bit. And I think you're going to connect with it. It's this idea that as women, we find it so difficult to compliment ourselves. And maybe that's something that you've worked through and you're great at complimenting yourself. But I know that you know either a sister or a friend or a coworker or someone in your life that really struggles with giving herself a genuine compliment. Like if you're asked to make a list of all of the characteristics that you love about yourself, some people find that extremely challenging. Maybe you do. But if we're asked to, you know, talk about the things that we want to improve on or what our flaws are, all of a sudden we've got a lot to say and we can just rattle off our flaws. And to make it even worse, we often use horrible, self-deprecating language that we would be mortified to say out loud. And definitely we would not say out loud to someone that we love, yet we say it to ourselves. The one person that we're guaranteed to live with forever and ever. Like we live in our own heads forever. We can't get around that. So I think it's a massive problem for us as individuals in terms of our happiness and our fulfillment and our desire and ability to chase our big dreams. And also it's a huge problem for the next generation coming because they are learning through the example that we're modeling through the testimony of how we live our lives. So yes, girl, this is important. And today I want to dive into a couple of ways that have helped me personally build self-confidence. And because my intent with this podcast is never to preach at you or to tell you that I'm an expert in honestly anything, I more so think of it like we're girlfriends chatting over coffee or wine or a spicy margarita. And I will tell you right now, honestly, friend to friend, I don't have a perfect relationship, a perfect business, a perfect body. I don't think perfect exists. But Right now, today, at 30 years old, with all of my flaws and things that I want to work on, I've truly never felt more confident than I do today at this stage in my life. And I do think that's a beautiful thing that I'm so proud of and I've worked so hard at. But it's also something that I feel really, truly called to share. If anything that I could say to you today in this episode might help you or your sister or your friend or your coworker or just someone that you want to share this episode with. So let's talk confidence. I want to. I guess just first set the stage so we can get on the same page. I personally think it's really weird in society that we talk about confidence as a trait. Like, oh, she's just confident. She's always been confident, like straight out to womb. She was gifted with some confidence gene that you weren't gifted with. But truly, confidence is learned. You never arrive at confidence. And in my eyes, I think of confidence more like a verb rather than a noun or an adjective, because it's something that we're constantly going to be working at forever and ever. Just like you don't go into the gym and work out one time and you're like, oh, I'm buff and I'm going to be healthy forever and I'm going to be pumped forever. No, you've got to work at it day after day after day. 
And I think confidence builds from honoring the promises that you make to yourself. And every time that you do something that you told yourself you were going to do, you put a little confidence deposit in your bucket. And over time, that bucket fills until you get to this stage in your life where you're walking around with a pretty full confident bucket. And you're more pumped to approach each day or each new situation that you're thrown into. You just got a little more like pep in your step and you're excited. And then of course, because we're humans, we're not like alien robots. Doubt comes in from time to time when we're pushing for another goal or someone says something or a curveball comes into life. I mean, it happens to everyone that we get off track, even Oprah, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, right? I mean, and when we're in those seasons of doubt or even those stages or days of doubt, confidence gets poured out of our bucket a little bit. So because we do want to approach our life, pumped to approach each day and excited about what's to come, we've got to figure out some tools that we can put in our toolbox to build up that confidence bucket again. So that's what I want to share with you. Three tips that work for me to build confidence. First, number one, I set small manageable goals to put frequent deposits in my confidence bucket. Because I do believe, like I said, that confidence comes from keeping promises to yourself. So it's really important that we're actually setting small goals intentionally. Otherwise, we have no opportunity to honor those promises that we made to ourselves to actually follow through on doing the things that we said that we were going to do, which helps us build confidence. So what works for me is this interesting dichotomy of having a big vision of where I'm going and tying it to a larger purpose and and really extending that out to other people that could benefit as a byproduct of my bravery or my commitment to my dreams. And I've done lots of episodes on that. But the other side of it is that every single day I approach like a fresh, squeaky clean, like (laughs) clean slate with tiny manageable mini goals that are going to move me forward. So essentially I'm stacking these small wins. So I'm winning the day and then I'm stacking those days to win the week. Right. And I know that sounds so simple and truly it is, but it's life changing because it is that simple. So if you can wrap your head around the concept of the tiny little things that are easy to do and also easy not to do, but you just decide you're going to do it, it's going to serve you. But sometimes we don't set goals at all, which gives us nothing to measure our progress on, right? Or to even feel proud of our growth. And it also gives us no opportunities to celebrate the many wins along the way. And think about it. Whenever you're celebrating your wins, you get that dopamine hit that comes from the celebration, which will carry over into us continuing down the path because it's really freaking fun to go down that path if you win those small, tiny wins and those build confidence. So on the flip side of that, there is also another problem that I often see with other women that I'm close with is that we do set goals sometimes and we get so fired up of like, I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to take over the world. I'm going to be superwoman. And we set these goals that are so big and we create these super daunting to-do lists of all of the things that we can possibly not even close to get done in one day, right? Because like, I think you're a badass, but like, There are some times that you can look at your to-do list and you're like, I literally only have 24 hours and I'm probably going to have to sleep a little bit, right? So when we do that, it has the opposite effect on building our confidence because our list is so big. We fail at getting those things done and then we fail at keeping the promises to ourselves that we were going to be the women that got those things done. And then again, if we don't keep those promises to ourselves, we don't build confidence. 
So crap, we got to figure this out, right? So what works for me is having a weekly goal that I can push toward that's manageable within a week. Because I think monthly goals are too big. Yearly goals are too big. I honestly think 90 goals or 90 day goals are too big. It's having like a weekly goal that is measurable and tangible. But then every day you pick the main things that you can get done for that day that are going to move the needle forward. And I've talked about this on episodes before. I'm not going to deep dive into it, but I do think it helps a ton with building confidence. For me, I call those three things that I'm going to get done every single day, my quote unquote cake, um, because cake's fun. And then everything else is like sprinkles on top. So getting my cake done, my three things done every day helps me keep three promises to myself and helps me build up confidence daily. And then, like I said, with these small manageable goals, consistently I'm getting deposits in my bucket, which over time is really helping me get to this place where my bucket is filling up. So number one, set small manageable goals to put frequent deposits in your confidence bucket. Okay, now number two, I incorporate the trifecta, we'll call it. I literally just made up that name. (laughs) But when I think about the trifecta, it's the three things that I'm doing right now that are incorporated into my life on a fairly regular basis. One is I'm doing something that I love to do that I'm good at. Number two, I'm doing something that serves others. Number three, I'm doing something that challenges me so I can push myself and grow. And when I'm missing one of those things in my life, I usually am lacking confidence or I'm lacking fulfillment. And then I feel like a crazy person and then I'm crying down on myself and just all my confidence is dumping out of my bucket. And we don't want that. So yes, sometimes you can get something that you love and are good at, something that serves others and something that challenges you all tied up in a beautiful bow in one package. Some people get that in their career path. I'm blessed to have that as well. But for sake of this example, I want to break it down into three sections. So number one, for example, what is something that you love to do? It could be drawing or painting. It could be teaching something. It could be writing or blogging or creating like really cool videos on your GoPro. It could be dancing or a sport or swimming. It could be baking or cooking crazy, amazing things or stand-up comedy or swimming or running, like doing meetups with other moms at like your school or your kid's school and like the PTA. I don't know all of those things. I'm not a mom, but you know what I mean? It could be knitting or organizing or scrapbooking. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's essentially just finding something that you're pretty good at that you love to do. It doesn't have to be a business that makes you money. It can just be a fun hobby. It doesn't have to take you that much time. But if you're incorporating doing something that you love on a regular basis that you're pretty good at, it does help you build confidence because think how good you feel when you do something, you know, you're good at it. Like if you are the queen of baking chocolate chip cookies and you give them to someone and they're like, oh, Nancy, you are a chocolate chip cookie goddess or like, oh, wow, Sarah Beth, you just rock at swimming or like, wow, I read your blog. Oh my gosh, you're the funniest person ever. Like, can you knit me a blanket for my newborn? Because you're a crazy, amazing knitter. I don't know, right? Point is when you're doing those things, it does help you build confidence and you get that deposit in your bucket every time you do it. So picking something you love is part of the trifecta. The second part of the trifecta that sometimes we overlook, that's really easy to tap into is doing something that serves someone else. I think it's really difficult to feel low confidence or just to feel low or sad if you're helping someone else build their confidence or build their happiness. So even if it's something really small, like intentionally reaching out to 
a friend or a family member or telling your significant other like why you love them or doing something to help them build confidence by lifting them up. Or maybe that's volunteering your time at an organization that matters to you or you know, with your kids or if just serving others in some massive way or some minor way, teaching someone something, sharing something that you've learned about yourself or an experience that you've had on social media that could serve someone else. Point is, I think getting into a habit of asking yourself, am I incorporating something into my life that serves others? Because sometimes the thing that you love also does serve others. That can be like a double whammy. And in that case, that's awesome. You get a two for one. But sometimes it's something else outside of doing something that you love that will also serve others. And the final part of the trifecta, are you doing something that challenges you? As humans, we love progress and growth and that helps us feel confident and fulfilled. So are you doing something that pushes you and challenges you? And I think one of the easiest ways, I'm a little biased because I love fitness, is through physical fitness to challenge yourself. And depending upon when you're listening to this particular episode, right now, I'm currently training with a couple of girlfriends for a half marathon. It's something that is absolutely within my realm of doing. I've done it before, but it does push me and challenge me. And when I finish with my run, every time I do one of my training runs, I feel so confident because I push myself and my legs were hurting and my breath was getting short and I wanted to give up, but I didn't. And that gives you a massive deposit in your confidence bucket. And the same thing goes with a hard workout where you really bring your A game. So if you aren't pushing yourself physically, you might be missing out on an opportunity to build confidence by doing that consistently. And I will give another example, just in case you're not into fitness, but I just really think fitness is so important, but pushing yourself through mental challenges. Like, are you learning something new at work or are you learning, I don't know, like a new language? Are you learning how to be a mom? Because like, that's the only way to learn how to be a mom is on the fly. So I hear, but honestly, anything that you're going to do to push yourself is going to help you feel more confident. So that is the third part of the trifecta. To recap the trifecta, something that you love to do and are good at, something that serves others and something that challenges you so you can push yourself and grow. All right. And finally, tip number three to build confidence, slowly, but steadily upgrade your thoughts. You got to catch them first to upgrade them. So you might've heard psychologists like Dr. Sasha Hines, who is one of my favorites, who was on the show. And she talked about upgrading your thoughts. In fact, actually, Dr. Sasha Hines is actually going to be part of a free mini series called the Get Unstuck mini series that is going to be sent out to the entire email list, like my entire email list, which if you aren't on it right now, go check the show notes and join the email list or DM me on Instagram if you want me to send you the link directly because that's a place that you're going to get a ton of free juicy content and video content, which I know is going to seriously help. So in the video that she has in the Get Unstuck series, she talks about how it might be difficult to stretch from the thought, I'm not confident to something that's like, I don't know, like I'm a confident badass and I can do anything because I'm basically made of unicorns or like something crazy that only a really confident person would say. But you can go from the thought, I'm not confident to I'm working on my confidence, right? That's, that's a slow upgrade of your thoughts. That means you've got to catch those thoughts and you've got to think about them and say in your own head, is this thought serving me? And if it's not, it's your job as a woman who wants to build confidence to upgrade that thought just a little bit. 
and by consistency over time of upgrading your thoughts that will really start to help you just sink into your brain how much of an actual unicorn badass you are as a woman who's on a mission to grow. So to recap, my three tips for building confidence. Number one, I set small manageable goals to put frequent deposits in my confidence bucket. Number two, I try to incorporate the trifecta as much as I possibly can, which is doing something I love that I'm good at, doing something that serves others and doing something that challenges me so I can push myself and grow. And finally, number three, I slowly but steadily am constantly upgrading my thoughts. And girl, at the end of the day, remind yourself, if you are doing your best, that is always enough. And then when you know better, you do better. And then you rinse and repeat. And that's just how this whole thing is going to work. But beating yourself up is not going to build confidence. And that confidence and growth, like this stage of just growing as humans, which obviously you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast if you didn't care about your own personal growth. But let's just acknowledge it doesn't always feel good because it's messy and it's hard work to grow and identify the things that you might be doing that you've got to call yourself out on or the thoughts that you might be thinking that are holding you back. But the fact that you are here listening to this podcast and you're showing up trying to be a better version of yourself because you want to benefit yourself, but you also want to benefit the people around you because they're going to get a happier, more confident version of you. Holy crap for that girl. I applaud you. And I hope that you can applaud you too, because I know there is a future, more confident version of you who is so damn proud of you right now for the work that you're putting in to just keep getting better. Don't you dare throw in the towel on yourself. Don't you dare throw in the towel on your dreams. You deserve this. I'm rooting for you. And if we were actually at a coffee shop, I would have definitely been kicked out because I am so fired up. I'm like sweating in weird places. Anyway, I love you. So grateful for you. Until next time, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.